News Biscuit, real fake news. Welcome to News Biscuit, the UK's original fake news. News Biscuit, while the Beatles are number one, we will always be a number two. I'm your host, Renfo, and I'm joined by the founding members of Girls Aloud, Sketchly. Hello. And Chip Chase. Very good morning. This month sees Everton forced to sell off its silverware, raising £7.50. <laughs> Tony Blair is to bring sure start to every dead child in Gaza. Oh. And the COVID inquiry reveals that it was just man flu all along. <laughs> and that brings us to our first round news and brief where our panellists select their favourite headlines. Chip Chase, let's start with you. Dominic Cummings asks for more buses to throw Boris Johnson under. <laughs> <laughs> no honour among thieves there, is there? No, I, I haven't been following too closely, actually, the, the COVID inquiry, just because I don't think it's going to tell me anything I didn't know. I always knew there were a bunch of chances and morons. I'm just surprised that some people are acting surprised by it. I think any normal person who lived through COVID was going, these guys are idiots. Hey-ho, let's have a multi-million pound inquiry to just yeah, confirm well, yeah. what the yeah, average I... person in the street had worked out by themselves. And why does it last about four years? That seems extraordinary. Well, they what need the... to find somewhere to spend all the money that we've got to spare. You know, it's got, <laughs> it's got to go somewhere. Yes, we're washed with cash. Oh, well, they yeah. don't get a new, they don't they have to change their budget for next year if they don't spend it all. <laughs> yeah. It, will anything actually come of this inquiry? Let's be honest. Is anyone going to go to prison or they're just going to hand out knighthoods, aren't they? That's usually what yeah. happens. You get, you get gongs after it, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Call of Duty can last another 20 years as long as the world does, says Microsoft. That's bleak. GB <laughs> <laughs> News signs Braverman to present news at hit. She's an odd little character, isn't she? Yes. I mean, because I don't, I genuinely, you know, you get a sense of things. I don't feel that she's as evil as the stuff that she says. <laughs> I feel that she's like a Katie Hopkins figure where she's worked out, she can further her career by being hateful. But deep down on the inside, she probably actually isn't that mean, uh, which probably doesn't make a difference. Ultimately, if she's doing hateful things, she's doing hateful things. But she's such a weird, she's painted herself into this little corner of like the most unpleasant person in politics. I guess if it gets you a gig on GP News, then it's worth it, is it? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, they're all on there, aren't they? It's a it's a strange calculation because she's in um she represents Fairham, doesn't she? That's uh, yeah. where I was born, interestingly yeah. enough. But it, she's got a very slim majority. And I don't think being uh you know a hate-filled ball of pus is what's going to win it for her. Um, off the fence, I, don't, please. I don't think there's a lot of floating voters out there who are just Nazis. They're coming, they're coming into Calais. Uh, oh, okay. Calais, <laughs> into Dover. Yeah, but I assume her calculation is, I, I want a career beyond politics. So I want to be, I don't know. Does she want to be that evil person when they do X Rick Factor and stuff? Yeah, that's no, what yeah. I was wondering. The, the, the one on the X Factor who always has to go, oh, no, you're shit. I mean, yeah. maybe now she fits that role as the... Or the Craig know. Revel Horwood, you know, of, yes. the, of, of, of the future. Yeah, and he, he doesn't <laughs> like migrants either. <laughs> uh, New Foreign Secretary put in charge of the number 10 Christmas lunch pigs and blankets. Ah. <laughs> now, is that a veiled reference to David Cameron's... Yeah. Lord Cameron, please. Lord Cameron, yeah, show some respect. Yeah. He fucked a yeah. pig. <laughs> 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 yes, because, yes, I mean, I was um, having to explain to some young people the other day who didn't know, because David Cameron obviously back in the cabinet XPM and everything 
And mm. I say, oh, David Cameron. And everyone going, oh, who's David Cameron? I said, he used to be the PM. They went, oh, I don't really know much about him. I said, he fucked a pig. And, <laughs> and off the back oh, of that, they, got, him, me, is it? Yes. they yeah. got me to explain the, the story behind it. The fact he belonged to this kind of, uh, what is it, kind of university group of, of very yeah. powerful people. And yeah. the, the, the gist pig was... Shaggers, they're probably the pig shaggers or something like that. Well, called, the, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, but the point was that everyone in the group had to do something so hideously embarrassing that the rest of the group would basically have material on you that they could blackmail you for in later years. Mm. So if everyone had dirt on everyone in the group, then kind of mutually assured destruction. So, you know, nobody attacks anyone. Mm. But of course, Cameron, I can't remember who was Cameron pissed off, but he did annoy someone. And then they published it. Yes. No, I'm not sure. Well, I'm sure he did piss off Boris, but it wasn't Boris that published it. They they published it in the book explaining the whole David Cameron inserting his self into a, a pig routine. But so, if that person knew about it, they must have been in the group as well. So yes. why didn't oh, yeah, he like, then like, say, well, tit for tat? Oh, you've frozen up there, Sketchily. He's been edited out by David Cameron <laughs> and the deep, <laughs> steep state has yeah, stopped him from Central officer, us. whatever they call it now, is sort of hacked this. Yeah, he was going to reveal something big then. Yeah, and we was. don't know what it is. No, he's frozen frozen in mid-sentence there. Look at him. Hello, Sketchly. Welcome I'm back. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, we'll see you next time, Ren. Cheers. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the Flash Harry corner today. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix announced a new biopic about Boris Johnson's time as PM. The clown will earn in spring. <laughs> but it's interesting that someone can, you know, essentially be responsible for the deaths of hundreds of thousands of people, and yet you all go... Yeah, he's just a clown. He's Boris. It's, you know, it's like a... a clown in an actual circus who, who rather than hurling yeah. water at you, is hurling yeah. sulfuric acid. But you're still, <laughs> you're still laughing as your face yeah. melts yeah, off. Melts, yeah. Hey ho, right. Thanks for that. Um, mm. Sketchly, what have you got? Iceland chosen as venue for 2024 Floyd's Lava World Championship. <laughs> yes, there's a big. There's has it has the volcano done its thing yet or not? Last last I saw, um, there was a guy standing next to a hole looking down. <laughs> and it said the lava is rising. That's that's all I know. I don't think it's actually. No. I I, what kind of job is that? I know what his job. <laughs> yeah, sort of when they're training him up, and he'll ask the question. Well, what do I do when the the, the lava comes out the hole? And they're going yeah, at that Stand point. Back. You don't, Stand at that back. point, Stand you don't back. need to worry. <laughs> I'll watch the live camera feed off it last week for about an hour, waiting for it to erupt. Somebody told me, oh no, this is. <laughs> there's a camera feed on. What? Like, yeah, there's those the, the live webcams on it. Like that sort of slow TV thing. Yeah, know, just like, yeah. just relaxing episode. for you old folks. Just yeah. seeing like an episode of Last of the Summer Wine. Not you know nothing. Yeah. Ever no, nobody even went downhill in a tin bath. Counting the bubbles as they come out. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cannibal lion swallows his pride. <laughs> nice. Glove puppets call for a show of hands in strike vote. <laughs> Nitrous oxide ban. No laughing matter. <laughs> Lennon's family happy to release more of his discarded shit if the money is right. Reference to the um, the Beatles' belated <laughs> um, oh, song. Oh crap! It is. It's utterly underwhelming. It. I don't think it would even got on. It wouldn't be an album track even with the Beatles. Well, it, it wasn't because if if he wanted it to be released, it would have been released. Yes, a long time. Yes. I think. I bet if you rewind the, the original audio tape to to before that uh, recording, I bet it's got his shopping list on it. And it's always got bonus tracks. And yes. you go, no, bonus <laughs> tracks didn't make the final cut. You don't, <laughs> don't need bonus tracks. It's a lesson, isn't it, to anyone who with any kind of modicum of talent is the moment you feel that you're in the process of dying, 
you need to set fire to pretty much everything you have because <laughs> if you don't someone in your family will repackage it as a as a book or as an album it's like the sort of elvis presley syndrome you know i think he made more money after he yeah. shuffled off than he ever made when he was was alive or as his estate did anyway mm. see my kids i've got a few kids um that i'm aware of i and, and, and i'm still alive but I still now wouldn't trust them to finish anything I was halfway through. <laughs> if I was putting up shelves, I wouldn't like hand them the hammer and go, you finish you go. the job. So yeah. I'm definitely not doing it when I'm dead. <laughs> that brings us to True Biscuit, where our panelist, I guess, which is the real headline and which is the fake one. Oh, I love this. Right, Sketchly. Women warned not to vacuum their period as two people are hospitalised. Oh, ouch. Oh. Yeah. I mean, oh. Uh, can I just second that by saying, ah. Yes. <laughs> I just, I I, I mean, oh. Um, Indeed. Uh, I, I was going to say what kind of vacuum cleaner, but I actually don't think it makes much of a well, difference. I think any Dyson, Copy a Dyson. <laughs> but my word. I mean, who? Ah. Yeah. Is that the easy? I mean, who? who I mean, <laughs> funnily, funnily enough, there's there's probably generations of men who've who've got their genitals stuck in hoovers because yes. I think I think boys are much more inclined to just stick their genitals where they don't belong. I yeah. think that's uh, I think that's what wired into us as mammals. If I <laughs> if there's a of... hole anywhere, we'll yeah. just you know cram what our genitals into it on the off chance. <laughs> <laughs> but well, usually women have a lot more kind of common sense. They uh, do, and, yes. and usually we'll ask so. another person as well. That's yeah. the thing. Boys <laughs> will go well, out on a limb. We don't we don't we don't chat to others where we we have a good idea. We just do it. To say anything, but could, could we have a little bit more detail? Oh. <laughs> uh, yep, it was in uh, Seattle. Oh well, there you go. Well, we'd be, we'd uh, be. Yeah. Two yeah. young women, aged nineteen and twenty-three. Were they together at the time? Was it a kind of hey, I've just hit upon this great idea. You should do it with me, or oh, is it two uh, incidents? Happened simultaneously, different parts of <laughs> like the city. Universal balance. An outbreak. An outbreak. <laughs> um, um, I, don't, I don't know. It just says, well, they were both in Seattle, 19 and 23. So they're within the same sort of friend age group. And it was the same nurse who treated them both at the same hospital. So <laughs> maybe they did know each other. Spare a thought for the nurse, though. She gets one of these idiots <laughs> yeah. come in and she's like, I can't believe it. But, yeah. you know, it's a one off. It'll never happen again. <laughs> few hours later there's another one she's going (laughs) according to the article your period has a steady flow of its own that for all intents and purposes your body can tolerate a vacuum increases the flow to over a thousand times oh my word heavens you could suck out all your gubbins with that you could could lose the lot there goes lunch yeah yeah (laughs) yeah we got christmas coming up and there's always that thing about how how you get rid of the giblets on the turkey yeah stick a dirt devil up there A mention of social media, so maybe it was a thing going around. Yeah, it could have been a craze. On the TikToks. On the TikTok. Can you imagine the TikTok? <laughs> oh, that would be company, something like that. Ah! Uh-huh. <laughs> well, Chip Chase, you've inserted various parts of you into Hoover's over the years. Oh, yes. And, yeah, and uh, to no ill effect. No, um, no. I mean, you recommend it, if anything. You're endorsing this behaviour. Yes, But yes. is this true or do you, false? Do you start well, with setting one and turn it, it up over it, time? <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> something I thought I was going to be pondering at half past He's nine. He's like Spinal Tap. He goes all the way to 11. <laughs> uh, God, I'm minded to think this is true. 
<laughs> or did they play the line that most guys do when they get caught out these things? Did it do the whole kind of, oh, I stumbled, I fell. Well, uh, that's a on a, a, fell on uh, a bust of Winston Churchill. That's yeah. what it is. <laughs> Repeatedly. It is true. Well, if there's any of our listeners listening right now who previously were thinking about playing with the Hoover today, just don't, guys. That's, no, that, no. If you learn anything well, from News Biscuit, it'll be this. If you do, go to Seattle because they know how to deal oh, with yeah, it. Oh, yeah, it's got somebody. Yeah, it's got a. Is Seattle oh, yeah. the windy city? No, Chicago, isn't it? Chicago? Oh, okay. So Seattle's the sucky city. Yes. <laughs> Chip Chase, what about well, you? Well, I'm sorry to have to raise the tone. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, well, here's here's one for you. Ketchup was originally sold as a medicine. Well, I will put ketchup on everything. That is true. And I would probably put it on wounds as well if if my family would get let me get away with it. I mean, I am the worst. I mean, my wife looks, Mrs. Renfro looks at me with utter despair. You know, wh- wherever we go... Whatever the scenario, <laughs> someone's cooked a really nice meal. Michelin-starred meal. Yeah, I will. Uh, yeah. I will go. Yeah, when they ask, do you want anything else? I will always go. Is there ketchup? Is there ketchup? Um, <laughs> I will bring it for you, sir. Yes, I mean, <laughs> I couldn't cup. be more working class if I tried. I do like ketchup. I do like ketchup, but used as a medicine. Mm, yes. I mean, what 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 medicinal qualities of ketchup? I mean, it's well, it's tomatoes, isn't it? I mean, a bit, a bit of a cure all. Bit of a cure all. I know that Coca-Cola used to be a medicine because it used to contain cocaine in its original form. Yes, it, it did. Its name. Mm. Um, uh, just for kids at home listening, actually is is wrong when he says cocaine is a medicine. <laughs> 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 I should just point that out now, kids. If you see any cocaine lying at home, that, that's the just... problem. That's that's the thing you're pointing out to kids. Yeah, yeah. everything that's come before this moment. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, no, you play with the, play with the Hoover, yes, but draw the line at. Whatever you do, no. don't hoover up your cocaine because your parents will be angry yes. to do that. I don't know what, what's in ketchup, except tomatoes, I suppose. There's lots of sugar. Oh, that's all I need. That's all yeah. I need. Is tomato just, the sugar. Sugar. just the sugar. Tomatoes and sugar, yeah. I'm, I'm desperately happy with I'm those I'm more two. of a brown sauce boy. I, like, I do like a bit. Of oh, it. yes. <laughs> I love a euphemism. <laughs> I didn't know for years, brown sauce, the HP sauce. I didn't know HP stood for Houses of Parliament. Yes, indeed. Used to have, I'm old enough to remember the bottle, had a Westminster, little photograph of Westminster on the side of the bottle. Because I've never associated, again, growing up where I grew up, I never associated H with anything highfalutin poor man's work, ketchup yes works man work man stuff isn't it good good uh, for cleaning old pennies though yes so is coca-cola as well so is coca-cola uh, yeah you can do that god knows it. what it's doing to your insides <laughs> you can strip sort of years of grime off a penny what on earth does it do to your innards what's the health fad that i'm being made to to do at the moment a load of uh, my work colleagues are encouraging me to drink apple cider Oh, really? Apple cider vinegar. Sorry, apple cider oh, yeah, vinegar. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. apparently it's good for... I, I I actually, I zoned out, actually, when they were telling me what it's good for. I can't <laughs> for, remember what it's good, good for. for apple I'm farmers. just drinking this shit. Apple farmers and orchard rooms. Yes, yes. Good for. <laughs> Yeah, they're doing fine. They couldn't sell this stuff previously, and now they're selling loads. Yeah. But, yeah, again, it's got all warnings on the bottle. You know, whatever you do, don't expose it to, you know... Your, the, the skin or, or coins or you know it basically will melt anything and yet it says yeah yeah tuck on drink a load i'm like oh, okay <laughs> what if it, Although, if it was used as a medicine would it be like would it be like a spoonful of ketchup would you sort of have it like as you have it now and well it, my source doesn't go into you, you're the real little I... julie andrews there aren't you sketchily <laughs> I, 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 I want to get this one medicine right. go down yeah um well i don't i don't have any dosage uh, data on it at all but we don't know what it cured 
Well, upset stomach is mentioned. I'm that's a, that's really vague as well, upset stomach. I mean, I yeah, can see yeah. from a marketing perspective why you, why you go for that, because everyone's got an upset stomach. Yeah. It's like, uh, is it Galveston? Um, Galveston by, by yeah. Glenn Campbell. Yeah, by Glenn Campbell. <laughs> yeah, he makes all of that. Galveston, yeah. Um, but my grandfather used to like drink about a pint of that a day because yeah. he had a bit of a dicky tummy. And we kept yes. saying to him, the reason you got a dicky tummy is because you're drinking a pint of the day. I was going to sort of say maybe maybe cures piles as well. I don't know. I was going to give you a few more if you want. What ex- externally oh, it, or yeah. internally? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you yeah. just rub it on. Yeah, rub it on. It's like an ointment, isn't it? It's got the consistency of an ointment. Your partner in life has got to really love you, haven't they, <laughs> to, to do that for you? We ketchup just rub me up. Yeah, we just yeah, yeah, rub ketchup on my my hemorrhoids. Would you yeah. please, darling? Yeah. But you mean? still love me in the morning. <laughs> no. Look at those sheets. If you're rubbing it on piles, at what point do you, do you know if you're you're getting better or worse? If anything, I find that quite alarming. You yeah. know, like, oh my god, look at the blood <laughs> everywhere. Oh, it's just the ketchup. I'm fine. I'm fine. Maybe, yeah, maybe yeah. it's a cure for obesity because you, you smother yourself in it. You go out, and then all the dogs in the street are going to be chasing after you. Yeah. And you'll just, you just spend the rest of your life running around. That could be it. Just explain why Sketchley has ketchup on his balls. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody needs a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's true. Because seven years of medical school tell you it's true. <laughs> <laughs> 1834, it was sold as a cure for an upset stomach by an Ohio physician named John Cook. It wasn't popularised as a condiment until the late 19th century. That's so a bit people- weird. Yeah, I wonder how they discovered it was good on food. But at, yeah, at some point the during taste, the medicine yeah. eating, someone must have gone, this is so good. I'm going to put it on my sausages. Yeah. Mind yeah. you, if I see my kids react to cowpole, they like cowpole a lot. I used to like, well, I remember I remember when I, when I was sort of giving my kids cowpole as well. I'd, one for you, one for me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Explained so much there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's one of the worst moments my kids have said about growing up and growing old is suddenly that point where you're no longer allowed cowpaw. I think it's around sort of 12. (laughs) And they said that was devastating. I think you could still have it, couldn't you? You Yeah, at at the same time, there was was one called Frenigan or Frenigan or something like that, which which was what went under the name of Brightwater. It was bloody gin. They wonder why it was knocking the kids out, and it was knocking, you know, it was found out to be full of gin. Fennigan, I think it was called a Frenigan. Really? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going back, you know, 30 years, 25, 30 years ago. I thought you were going to say, I'll go and buy some. Yeah, and I was sticking it out. It was like the same, what you do hear anecdotally that when, uh, you know, hand sanitizer became popular in hospitals, they had to sort of change the recipe of it because people were coming in drinking it. And I, I don't know if that's true. Yeah, they were not. going into hospitals. Oh, they were going into hospitals and dra- raiding the uh, the hand dispensers. <laughs> so how desperate are nurses? <laughs> they should get more money, shouldn't they? <laughs> just walking down a hospital corridor. There's a nurse just slumped in the corridor, yeah. just surrounded by empty bottles of this stuff. <laughs> Just holding the hip flask up to the (laughs) (laughs) But it seems to me, and because we've had similar kind of news biscuit stories before, it seems to me that there's an awful lot of these early so-called medicines Mm. are just alcohol or drug related. Mm. And really the only impact they seem to have is to obviously get you so high that you stop complaining about being ill. But yeah. it hasn't cured the underlying illness. No. It's just shut you up. That seems to be the basis of a lot of medicines. This medicine will just shut you up. <laughs> What's that? that? That's that's my tension diffuser. When people get too serious. Oh, oh I, I just it. like to say to the viewers at home, sketchily has just revealed some sort of blue, blue tubular thing. Yeah, it's like a horn that a, you sort a of horn squeeze with a bowl. it. Hung, hung, yeah, I don't know what it is. And you say that will clear up a period. 
<laughs> when, when people get serious. Yeah. Well, see, we can't hear it. I, I bet you that's going... Oh, can't you hear it? No, it's no, not making that... a noise. No, but it is making oh, a noise. It is, oh, but I'll, oh. I'll just tell you, when, when you do things on Zoom, yeah. uh, it, it cuts out stuff like music, because I do a lot of music, and we it, it's the bane of our life. You Does know, it? It, cuts it, out get, music. It, it gets out stuff like music, yeah. But <laughs> I, I just thought, looking at that, that's the, obviously this the, the absolute antithesis of Harpo Marx, isn't it? Harpo Marx, Marx never spoke, but he went... Ah, ah. With one of those, and sketchily ah, just yeah, so that, 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 that doesn't make a noise, but you speak. <laughs> oh, that's that's oh, that's that's I'm very disappointed. So, if you've been doing that, if you've been doing that sketchy in meetings, and nobody's what's he doing that thing with that bloody blue thing? Nobody's, 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 oh, been able to hear, nobody's been able to hear it. Yes, oh. how long have you been doing that for, sketchy? <laughs> I feel I should move on to the next thing, though. I think um, we've lost okay, the, otherwise, <laughs> we've now digressed into the area yeah. of just tech support. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> No, this one's a nice one. A, a Belgian farmer moved a stone and accidentally redrew Belgium's border with France. <laughs> I want this to be true, even if it's not. Well, I know Germany has been re redrawing Belgium's border for the last hundred or so years. <laughs> they just, every so often, they just wander and go, no, this is where your border is now. <laughs> um, think you're I fine. We German own accent. Luxembourg. <laughs> this was allegedly a uh, stone that was placed in 1820 when Napoleon was beaten. They laid out the 300 pound stones to mark out the border. Farmer who needed to get his tractor through the field, so he moved the stone and apparently uh, in expanded Belgium's territory by 10,000 square feet. Oh, so quite Ever. quite a big lump then of <laughs> extra. And I think our royal family have obviously been doing that for thousands of years. <laughs> it explains the empire. But this, this, reminds yes. me of a, this reminds me of a story which was in the news a couple of weeks ago. A couple of guys in China chopped out a big chunk of the Great Wall of China because they wanted to get heavy plant through. Did you see that? It was brilliant. They actually just, they just didn't go down well, needless to say. But you know, if you if you if you're a busy guy and you've got stuff to do, yeah, well, and there's things go in around the way, long way. I just find it quite curious that the concept that borders might be so sort of well, a bit notional, know, aren't they? Aren't they? I mean, yeah. that's contentious. I mean, you know, there's no. I remember thinking as a kid, we used to cro we'd go we'd go from Belfast to Donegal on the family holiday. I'd cross the border, man, actually crossing the border. And I remember being feeling really deflated, looking out the bus window. Well, where is it? You know, where's the yeah. border? It's, it's just a kind of a notional thing that you're. You're there. Your sat nav knows, though. Your sat nav knows. And your land, the landscape hasn't changed. You expect there to be sort of yeah. completely different types of trees, different and, dimension. And, yeah, yeah, trees yeah. going upside down and sort yeah. of trolls running about and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, it's the one benefit of living on kind of mainland, kind of Britain, is mm. you're surrounded by sea. So there's there's a natural border. So I yeah. guess that lulls you to false perception that borders feel natural, but actually for the rest mm. of Europe. It is just simply you are suddenly wandering and now you're in a different country. Well, isn't there somewhere you can stand? Uh, well, you need three legs, but can't you stand in Belgium, France and Germany at one point or something like that? You know, one simultaneously. Oh, right. When, when you've got a little. Yeah, I think so. And, and you can hurl insults at all three nations. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. You think the lines are just arbitrarily drawn, but they're all just drawn yeah. to be racist, basically. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 This farmer is it Israel had employed him. They probably could have solved their problem with a much more, you know, much lower body count. Just going to move a stone into Gaza. Yeah. Yeah. I've annexed it now. <laughs> no one died, though. So at least that's yeah. that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. That's not getting a podcast either. <laughs> Don't want death threats. I was going to ask us to sign up to good luck with Ofcom on this one, you know? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be a three-minute uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be true anyway. I'm going to go true. 
It is true. Did he have to move it back, or did was that land then then claimed? No, no, they uh, they they did uh, have to move it back. The guy's name was o- Obelix. Aureli. Please tell me it's Obelix. <laughs> I love the idea that he's Obelix moving these menus around. They they made the farmer move it back. Otherwise, um, hostilities would have um, commenced. No, it wouldn't. It's the French. They'd have surrendered. <laughs> so they'd have gone and protested. <laughs> Chip chase. What have you got? In 18th century England, pineapples were often seen as a status symbol. Well, my only pineapple fact that I know is it is now used for swingers' parties, isn't it? Ooh. Oh, well, well, that's a trick question. If you think I'm answering that, you haven't got <laughs> <laughs> um, Well, if you at home don't know, is that Chip Chase is sitting in a huge pineapple suit, um, <laughs> yeah. all, all lubricated. Uh, it's a Saturday afternoon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ketchup. Um, ketchup, yeah, smearing ketchup. Hoover to hand, just in case. <laughs> no, no, because it used to be, and again, I didn't know this to years later, honestly, but it used to be <laughs> pampas grass. If you right. had pampas grass growing in your garden, it meant you were into swinging, and then people in the neighbourhood could come and knock on your door and sleep with your wife kind of thing. Although, interestingly enough, my parents always had pampas grass in their garden. They say it was there when they moved Son, in, there's something we know. need to tell you. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know about you, Sketchy, but I think there's an awful lot of information coming across here. <laughs> I, think, I think this is more of a counselling session. Yes, it is. Let me work through this. I know, you know you live in like, every day is a school day. It is. It is with me when it comes to sex. Right. Okay. So, uh, but I can't even remember what this is about. It's about pineapple. pineapple? It needs to be status symbol. A status symbol. Yeah. People used to dress them up and carry them around and say, do you want to look at my pineapples? Um, I know that now um, shops, apparently they, you know, they call it the crown, the the green bit on the top of the pineapple. Yes. Apparently they they now sell them without that. And they used to have secret message to all the swingers. Is that kind of for people who are into something specific? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you go to your swinging party with green fronds sticking out of your pineapple, you're not, you know, so you're not coming in here, mate. You're yeah. not you're up to speed with it. It's a, it's you're, a you're, double. You're, yeah. You and your missionary position. That's too, <laughs> too boring. <laughs> we want a topless pineapple. <laughs> Show us your chunks. The thing is, I mean, back yeah. in those those times, as you say, pineapples were hard to come by. So I would have thought that pe- the only people who had pineapples were the wealthy and the higher class. But do you feel a bit odd carrying one round with me, though? And I wonder how, or yeah, one on a lead, how, just how dragging did, it. How did it last? <laughs> how long did it last before it went all manky, you know? I mean, there's the, I can imagine there being the initial, like, oh, how impressive, you have a pineapple. And you're like, <laughs> yes, I have. And then you're still standing there with a pineapple. There comes a point where it becomes, like, awkward. You're like... I... So if the uber-wealthy have pineapples, does that mean the uh, aspiring middle classes would have been making do with some sort of knockoff version orange, of pineapple? Orange or something. Orange. Yeah. Apple, maybe, maybe. A, t- a tin of pineapple rings from Tesco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with true. It's yeah, the I mean, king I... of fruits, isn't it? It's the king yeah. of fruits. It has I a mean, crown. It has a crown. It's, and it's big, it's showy as a fruit. Some fruits are quite sort of small and they hide their interesting bits yeah. on the inside. No. But you're right, pineapple. No, pi- pineapple is the disco disco ball of fruit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> From the article, it says, those rich enough to own a pineapple would carry them around and signify their personal wealth and high-class status in that day and age. Everything from clothing to houseware was decorated with a tropical fruit. So there you so, go. So this is true then? Apparently true. Would it reach a point, there was a saturation point in your house where every fucking thing looked like a pineapple? <laughs> yeah. Would you reach a point where you go, oh, we've overdone it? 
Yeah, but, there was a yeah. point where it seemed a bit classy, and now it just seems. If you leave it sitting for too long, would that part go soft like a banana, well, that... and then it start the juice starts oozing out? That's and, what I'm wondering. You've had enough really... oozing juice today, Sketchley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> this is all a bit unpleasant. What I mean, what's interesting is if there's like you know, because you know the, the the rich old money they they don't change. You know, the dukes of the land they're the same. They've always been. So I find it quite funny the idea that there might be some sort of you know twelfth Duke of Marlborough who again is still carrying around a pineapple because he yeah. thinks that's what you do, and he's yes. inadvertently keeps stumbling into swingers parties because of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who I am? We don't yes. care. Take off your clothes. The people in Norfolk are very nice. <laughs> yes. <laughs> very, very friendly. <laughs> Finally, we reached the Magic 8 Ball. <laughs> the Magic 8 Ball! Which we didn't do last week because we had right. so few people at this stage of the podcast. <laughs> so, our HR guest is going to give us their predictions for next month's news. Okay, I think the uh, House of Lords are going to uh, finally be reformed. I think they're going to introduce something called the Gauntlet. And what that is, is the long corridor that leads to the Lord's Chamber is going to have a, a very long window put in and it's going to be lined with comfy chairs. Any of them who succumb to the serenic call of the comfy chair by the looking window oh. <laughs> lose their seat permanently in the chamber. Snooze you lose. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll just be there, you know, snoring. We'll be looking at them as they're cradling their pineapple. <laughs> I can foresee this crowdfunding page to stop New Girls Alone album smashes all records. <laughs> right. And that brings us to the end of this episode. And I can reveal this month's winner is South Africa for finally finding someone better at apartheid than they were. <laughs> and again, I'm not going to get away with that one. <laughs> I'd like to thank our guests, Sketchly. Thank you. And Chip Chase. Thank you very much. And I leave you with these headlines. Lonely cobbler finds his soulmate at last. <laughs> Think about it. Brain donor gives doctor a piece of his mind. <laughs> and countries which do not play golf really struggling to describe big hailstones. <laughs> You've been listening to News Biscuit. Free to read and free to write for. We accept submissions from any budding satirist, young or old. Visit newsbiscuit.com to submit headlines, stories, and to support new writers. Newsbiscuit. Real fake news. Well, it's Good chilly baby. outside, isn't it? It's bloody freezing. <clears throat> and that's the nice thing about having talking to older people on a podcast, is we can yeah. now spend 15 minutes talking about how chilly it is. Oh, it's too cold. It's really a bit Christmassy now. When can we yeah. put up the decorations? It's not yet, though, is it? No, not yet. No. <laughs> <laughs>